Welcome to In Search of Peace and Healing. I'm your host, Celia Boone. I'm Celia Boone, and today I'll be talking with George Don Dennis, a good friend of ours that we haven't seen in a few years, but an ultra-talented guy, and we just really like and and uh, appreciate and love Don. So um, thank you so much for agreeing to appear with us, Don. Oh, thanks for having me. I was... Uh... I got the message from Ken and I was kind of excited to talk to you guys again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's definitely a good talking to you guys. Definitely miss you too. Like I said, I got to introduce my wife to you whenever this whole, uh, social distancing is over. Oh yeah. Well, we will be sure to do that to get together. Okay. So, um, you are a gig worker. Basically you have your own business, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the business? And um, I believe you're in business with your sister as well. So could you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, my sister and I, so first uh, let's do a little quick backstory. So she moved from uh, New York and moved down here so we could start this media company. It's called Thread Media. Uh, what we primarily focus on are videos, um, whether it be promotional stuff for bands or corporate commercial type stuff, um, for different companies and businesses in the local, in the area here in North Carolina, uh, primarily in Charlotte. But, uh, yeah, we pretty much do anything from photography to drone video capturing, um, to actual just regular videography. Um, but yeah, we, we started this year, uh, had a good momentum at the start, and then it kind of slowed down in March. Okay, so you started in 2019? Uh, well, so we, we uh, no, this year. So I think it was okay. December. Well, I guess, yeah, end of December. So, yeah, end of 2019, starting uh, 2020. Okay. All right, so um, I'm sure you guys do a great job um, with the videos and um, you were telling us that it was going really, really well um, until the state of North Carolina kind of got closed because of the pandemic. Um, so tell us about your drop-off in business and and kind of what you're doing to make ends meet and, you know, keep going while the pandemic is still happening yeah, so um, pretty much, I mean, we, we were on a ball or we had a good momentum going. But, um, you know, once the majority of the media started, um, I guess, publicizing the the COVID-19 virus, and which, you know, um, obviously it's very safe that you, everybody should stay at home. A lot of these people we worked with when we first started were these bands. And a lot of them are, you know, they, they have odd jobs to kind of pay the bills and whatnot. So they don't really have a lot of money to pay anyway. So a lot of these small gigs that we used to work, a lot of them got canceled because, you know, they're not going to pay for a video. They, 
pay for bills and food and stuff like that. Right. Uh, also, these corporate jobs that we have, uh, there's a lot of budget cuts um, just because the economy is like going down. Um, their budgets have to be lowered, so they got to pretty much cut stuff like advertising. Um, so a lot of our contracts were canceled near the end of March that we had lined up for, you know, starting in April. Um, but yeah, it, it's, we, it kind of took a toll on us, but what we decided to do is my sister actually looked into the stock market. <laughs> so we're doing, uh, we're doing classes and courses right now, in the, uh, learning how to trade day trade stocks, which has been pretty successful in the past two weeks, but it's, I mean, yeah, it's just so volatile. It's, uh, a learning process, that's for sure. Right. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to you guys on that. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> I appreciate okay. it. Okay. If you don't mind, and and by any means, please don't talk about this if you don't feel comfortable doing so. But okay. has the social safety net been of any help to you? Um, unemployment insurance, federal stimulus payments, loans, um, either from you know, banks or creditors or else like small business administration, have you gone after, um, any of those? Um, well, yeah. So the stimulus, we received that, um, it did help us. I mean, any, any sort of cash flow helps, but, um, you know, that's, I feel like that's a temporary thing for us. There's a lot more bills and stuff that need to get paid. That's over that amount that we received. So, it helped. It definitely helped. But I think the thing that would help us the most would be to get, you know, the work back out going. Um, it just slowed down so much. That was like a pretty big part of our income, you know? Right. I get that. Yeah. So you were saying that um, you used to work construction um, and you still have a good relationship with that um construct that general contractor or whatever so um so would you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with him yeah um yeah i work with the uh, construction company uh based in charlotte and a uh, really good relationship with the owners great people and um they're keeping us busy you know they're they're making sure that all of our guys are um still working you know um it Took it. We took. I mean, it slowed down a little bit for us, but to be honest, the construction side of things, it's just like it's it's a never-ending <laughs> job. To be honest, which is good, right. a good thing for work. So uh, that's you know they're helping us out doing that too. Uh, I still run some projects for for that company, and um, you know, I, so I guess I haven't really been jobless. That was one source of income for me um, throughout this whole uh, pandemic. So. Uh, I was like 50, 50 and, you know, focusing on my business and then focusing on that side of the industry of what I was doing. But now I'm a little bit more focused on that because I have a little bit more time or actually a lot more time on my hands. So, um, I've just been keeping busy with them, um, in the past couple of months. Okay. Well, good. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you, well, you're so multi-talented that, you know, you could probably do anything well that you set your mind to. Um, you know, musically, <laughs> musically, um, you know, your guitar work, your voice is great, you know, all kinds of things. So, um, we obviously are big fans of yours. Um, oh, so, well, I definitely had fun doing it with you guys. That was awesome. A great time. 
I actually uh, pulled up one of the CDs. I found the CD that Ken made, and I was showing my wife, and she was like, is that you? I was like, yep, that's me. Do you remember the saxophone? Oh, yes, that was so beautiful. I had forgotten about that, but that was beautiful. Um, and so thank you for much for helping us um, with our first album. We had some other musicians that had, you know, wanted to help us, but who, when Pish came to shove, really weren't able to spare the time. And you came in and just, you know, anything that, you know, you that we needed done, you just hopped right up and did it and made it look so easy and you made us sound good and and I'm hoping sometime that we can still make some music together somewhere along the way because you're just oh, so talented. <laughs> you, uh, I think we bring out the best in each other musically too because um, you're oh, so yeah, easy I think to work with. We're very comfortable. <laughs> we're comfortable playing around each other and stuff too. And that's, you know, I would have never pulled that CD out too if it wasn't for all this time on my hands, which is kind of like... Uh, the humbling part of all of this is, you know, you kind of get to slow down and just kind of see what's around you that right. you normally don't, which is kind of what I've, I've appreciated out of all of this. You know, we're all at home, families at home. Um, we're going through our stuff, doing some cleaning and pulling out old stuff, um, getting a little bit of uh, nostalgia, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, got to look at the positive side of things. That's, that's, kind of how I'm trying to look at stuff so yes I agree um now so when it's safe and feasible to do so would you like to really get back into the videography again oh gosh yeah oh, if they were open were to open it up tomorrow we'd be back on it so I am I'm itching to definitely go back to work on that <laughs> <laughs> okay well you know it just it sounds just from, you know, talking to you that that's something that really kind of makes your heart sing. And um, that's oh, always yeah, good to do what we love. It, it's always good to do that. Okay, so how do you stay professionally productive while social distancing? Are you, you know, putting out um, feelers or, you know, trying to find any videography jobs out there or you know other than the construction that you're working um are you trying to keep your business you know front and center so people don't forget about you during the pandemic etc yeah so i mean the good thing about my industry is that um, a lot of our advertising is more um i guess posted through social media and everything on the internet Okay. Uh, we have business cards that we thought about um, laying out once everything slowly opens up. But majority of our, I guess, our inquiries for, for jobs come through like Yelp or Facebook or our website. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're still doing some edits for some people we're working for. But uh, for the most part, you know, we're, we're keeping in touch with our customers, seeing, you know, how they're doing as well. And at the same time, you know, finishing up projects that uh, come to us still. So uh, we still have some work coming in, but it's not as much. But we're still trying to, I guess we're trying to respond to it in a timely manner. Right. How we'd normally answer it. So We invite you to visit our website, 
muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two say.weebly.com. All right, so I'm going to veer off a little bit off of the business or the gig uh, topic. Um, All right. If you feel comfortable, have you been sick yourself with COVID-19 or um, do you think you might have had it? Oh, no. Well, we got like our group of friends um, got sick a while, probably like in December. It was a pretty bad like flu out. My buddy um, said he went to the doctor and they said it wasn't the flu, but this is like, actually, you know what? I think it was near Thanksgiving. So he thinks he had it, but who knows? I mean, it could have been something else, but we all had, you know, some type of flu back then. Obviously we didn't freak out because to us, the flu is just the flu. Right. So um, I don't know if we had it. We did get sick back like in November, but it wasn't anything crazy to us. Like we just, we didn't get a fever or anything. We just kind of had a runny nose and, and a cough and that's about it. Right. Well, there's so many ways the virus can present itself. Um, and I have a really good friend whose father almost died, um, back right after the first of the year. So it was, you know, in the first few days of 2020, and um, wow. he has heart problems. He's in his late 80s and, you know, has a bunch of health problems. And they had called the family in and he was dying. But then he ended up um, getting better and he's out of the hospital and stuff. But they're saying now that he had it the first of oh, the wow. year. And um, yeah, that's so that's the scary part about this is no one really knows what the symptoms. I mean, there's just so many different variations of it, you know. Right. And Ken and I may have had it as well back um, starting about mid-March. But um, I was sicker than he was. But, you know, we we didn't have full blown symptoms of all kinds. You know, I had a fever, terrible headaches. And about day 11, I kind of got short of breath, like climbing the stairs. I'd be, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ken had some headache and um, some, I guess, gastrointestinal stuff. And he um, he never did really have a fever. My my temperature went up to 103, so I had a lot of fever. So. Oh, wow. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're, you know, we don't know if we've had it either, but we might have. Um, so as far as the, the whole situation that we're in now, what is your greatest hope? Ooh, uh, well, I hope that things get back to normal, I guess our normal from what it was two or three months ago. It's just, it's very odd to me now, you know, when I like when we have to do work out of town and you go to a place and everybody just avoids each other, it's that's just so it's odd to me because I'm a people person and right. I love talking to people. I love you know meeting new people and stuff like that. Don't mind getting close to them, but now it's just even I'm at the grocery store kind of avoiding people and it's just I don't know, it's just a very weird time right now. But I hope you know, I hope it goes back to normal where. People aren't afraid to shake hands anymore, but they're saying that shaking hand, handshaking, even in business, is probably going to be obsolete. So, um, 
I don't know. We'll see. I just hope it, I hope things go back to how it was or how they were. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that the whole country is right there with you. Probably the whole world is, okay, uh, you know, how long is this going to last? And I want to know how it's going to turn out. Um, I know. Is there something that worries you or that is a concern? Well, I mean, my honest concern right now is that if if there is another shutdown for um, – you know, the country, because people are in the first stages or second stages of opening up their states. Uh-huh. If there is another lockdown or shutdown, um, I just don't, what scares me the most is the economy, like some type of collapse. And that's, that's what I'm worried about because people are going to lose homes. Um, and it's just not going to be a, it's not going to be a fun time. And um, there's just going to be a lot of work to be done to get us back to where we were. Right. Um a lot of businesses, not even talking about my own, but just in general, there's like going to be a lot of business of people that worked and put a lot of time and energy into it that are going to have to shut down door or close doors because, I mean, they can't afford it anymore. There's no one buying their or there's no one going to their business and there's no way of them getting income from that. So I just hope, you know, I hope everything goes back to normal. Um, hopefully this slow reopen works. Everybody does what they're supposed to and, you know, wash your hands, wear your face (laughs) coverings. If you need to, if you are sick, stay at home. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm worried about the economy. Let's put it that way. I'm just worried about the economy. And I think that's very, very common. Um, you know, it's like right now we're both, you know, working and earning paychecks and stuff. But at some time, it's like, okay, you know, Ken and I both are working for, primarily for a nonprofit. And what happens if the federal grant money dries up, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, but we have some contingencies that, you know, contingency plans and stuff. And so um, we're not overly worried about that. One of the things that I have learned is that... Um, the things that happen to us when we're not sure that we're going to survive or we're going to, you know, like if we're afraid we're going to lose what we have or we're not going to get what we need. Um, a lot of times just, you know, kind of living one day at a time and staying in the now, many, many times things just have a way of working out. Now it works out in the end. And we are definitely not at the end of the pandemic yet. But I do want to encourage you um, because things do have a way of working out. And that's just something being 60 years old that I can, you know, I've seen again and again because I've been around the block a few times. Okay, Don, (laughs) well, we're almost finished here unless there's some things you want to say more. But how can people get in touch with you? Like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, your website. Uh, yeah, so we we have a Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash thread media. And it's not how you spell regular thread. It's T-H-R-E-D-D media. And then we also have a website, threadmedia.com, same spelling, dot com. Okay. Um, and we also have an Instagram. But we, you know, if you have any questions or 
inquiries about videos or anything like that, yeah, use one of those platforms. We respond pretty quickly. Okay, very good. Um, so we're going to go ahead and end this interview. Thank you so much um, for agreeing to talk to us today. And um, would you like to leave us with the last thought? I just want my wife to meet you guys because I've been talking about how great you guys have been. And like, um, she's heard the music. She's seen you guys on Facebook. And uh, I don't know, I think it's more on a personal level. I just want to introduce them to you or her to you guys. So um, hopefully that can happen soon. Oh yeah, we can't wait. And you know, just because we have to socially distance ourselves um, doesn't mean that we have to emotionally distance ourselves. And um, so we can't wait till we can see you again and meet her. And uh, if there's anything that we can do to help you guys, please don't hesitate to let us know. Um, because oh, yeah, we just man. adore you. Oh, thank you. And tell Ken, we're, it actually, we need to all three do a track whenever we do meet so have that ready <laughs> okay we've got we've got lots I'm, of equipment I'm, I'm 100% now. serious <laughs> we should definitely do one we invite you to visit our website muchmoretosay.weebly.com that's much more the number two say.weebly.com This has been a production of the Descant MMG Podcast Network.